What's up, everyone? You're listening to the Visually Stunning Movie Podcast, where you can get real, honest opinions about films that are opening in your theaters soon, and every once in a while, an older film as well. So stay tuned. Enjoy what you're hearing. Don't forget to like us and follow us on social media at VS Movie Podcast. You know how all that works. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. <laughs> Dude, we're like, what, 24 days or something? Yeah. That's nuts. Um, all right, so... I'm I'm shocked when you suggested Samaritan. I just watched it last week on a lark, and uh, yeah, we'll talk about that. We can we can talk about Honk for Jesus real quick too, because uh, I'm I'm interested on your thoughts. So uh, you know what? Let's let's start with that. Let's let's just start with Honk for Jesus, save your soul. Uh, did you you saw it here? Did you see it in Sundance too? No, no. Okay, because I know it was a Sundance film. It was, yeah. Um, this is uh, Regina Hall, Sterling K. Brown, Mega Pastors, or Mega Pastor and his wife, Scandal, Fall Down, trying to fight their way back to the top of their prosperity gospel. Um, nice Southern Baptist story. How about that? Uh, <laughs> uh, how, how, how did you feel about this? I talked to, 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 with Val about this the other day. Uh-huh. And she, go, I said, I haven't talked to Ryan yet. She goes, ooh, I'll be interested to hear what Ryan thinks of this. I'm like, I will be interested to hear what Ryan thinks about this as well. Uh, so what what does Ryan think about this? Because there's a lot going on, I guess. Sure, sure. There's quite a, quite a bit. And, and some of it starts out as subtext and becomes increasingly less subtext. Yeah. Um, uh, you know... I, I think there's some really great performances in this. Um, but I, I don't know that, well, I know that that doesn't necessarily make for a great film. Right. Um, and, and in this case, I'm not entirely sure what exactly is trying to be said. Obviously it's, it's kind of a cautionary tale or a, uh, satirical take on on you know the, the the mega churches and whatnot but it to me it, it it's hard to you know if it's if it's a satire it probably needs to be more funny um i i just i i don't know i i felt like it was a it's a movie you know you have uh the long-suffering wife with the uh you know what overly fashion conscious preacher who the, the worldly yes. preacher. he has a he has a very robust wardrobe yes robust wardrobe uh cars the mansion you know uh it's the whole god's been good to me yep uh, uh you know thing um i i just i mean i i mean we we live in a in a fairly unusual 
uh, religious uh, culture area in Utah, obviously. Um, yes, we do. So we're not, it's not that, I mean, you know, I mean, they made Book of Mormon the musical and, and whatnot. And, and so it's, it's not as if I'm not used to having like an eclectic sort of view on religion right. and tradition. Or not. It just, it just didn't seem to connect with me. No, um, it, it, like I said, I recognize, I lived in the South a while. I recognize, uh, you know, a lot of the church culture, uh, you know, the fancy hats, the, 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 yeah. the sense of community, all of that stuff. And, and, and you're right for a satire. It's not, not very satirical. Uh, it, I, it, it, it's, it's shot in this quasi documentary style that, cause they have this film crew documenting their rise back, but that's not the only footage we get. So it's not no. a, a, it's not a true mockumentary. Uh, and it's just no, they, it's incomplete. Yeah, they, they change, they change the aspect ratio slightly, so you can tell if you're really paying attention what is the documentary footage versus what is the not documentary footage. But I, I think that they it should have been more clear in a more obvious way. Well, and I if they were gonna if they were gonna do it that way. Yeah, and and like my point is that that the fact that we get stuff that's not shot by the documentary crew is troublesome narratively speaking. You know, if if we're watching a satire, the 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 documentary footage should be enough. If we're watching a drama, then we don't need the documentary footage. So it's just it muddles the narrative too much. Uh, for uh, me, yeah, I, I think they overthought it to a certain degree. Yeah, I, I mean, I think they probably had. There, there were probably scenes. They're like, well, there's no way they'd let them film this, right? Uh, but then it's like, okay, well, then you need to figure out a workaround to how we get that information in there. And and and, and you know, and I mean, we've seen a number of documentaries over the years where the ego of the person being documented is is so large uh, that they will pretty much let you film anything and yeah, everything exactly because they because they don't see the train wreck coming and um, what's funny is that these two don't see it either no they she she gets and so, glimpses and, of and, it but she she hides from it yeah but yeah they don't they don't see it either so again it's just it's just kind of muddled to me yeah I, 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 but, but it again, is I but mean, it is two great performances yeah, the, and that's the thing that gets kind of frustrating. It's like, well, should you see it? Well, I, I'm conflicted. <laughs> you know, yeah, there, there. You know, I mean, it, it legitimately get nominated uh, for awards for their performances, but the movie itself, I don't think, is really not you know worth a nomination in any other regard. No, not really. Uh, and, and, and this happens a lot. Um, you know, every year there's at least one or two films where it's like, well, great performance, but you know, on the film, yeah. and and that's kind of. I wanted to like it more than I did, and I think you know, and I and I so you know, you, I step back and say, okay, why didn't I like it more? You know, did I just? And and a lot of it has to do with, I you know, the things that we've talked about is the kind of the, the disconnect. Is this, you know, the, the thing that makes this is Spinal Tap. This is Spinal Tap. Is that it's shot in you know I mean it's 
everything there is part of the documentary that you're you're saying and and that works whereas this yeah that extra stuff it's like i mean there's there's a scene that takes place in a basketball court um that i watching and i'm like okay so how is this you know in the documentary format I, I know why this scene is in the movie and I'm, and I'm starting to think, okay, how would, how would I be able to get this scene that's in the movie into the documentary? Um, and I, you know, and, and I, and I came up with various things, but I shouldn't have to be thinking that sort of stuff. Nope. Because, because it's like, this scene is, is pretty important. You know, what happens? And, uh, um, and I, and I think, and the the thing that I tried to do the work around was, I think he just got mic'd up. But I don't, I mean, I don't know what was, anyway. So it was like, well, maybe they could somehow, you know, the mic is accidentally on and they get the audio and they hear it and they think, oh my gosh, what is this? You yeah. know, sort of thing. Um, but the, the way that it's in the movie, it just doesn't, it doesn't really work. Right. Um, so so yeah, it is it is tough to recommend the movie, but it's easy to recommend the performances. So if you're a fan yeah, of Regina so Hall I, or or Sterling K. Brown, it's they're they're really good yeah. in, in this, but the but the you know that the movie is just not that that good, unfortunately. Um it is in theaters. I don't know that you need to see it in a theater. I, I don't know. I, I mean I I think it's no, I don't. I don't think you have to, um, you know. And it's one of those things. The more I think about it, it's like, well, why didn't they do more of this? Or what? Because uh, there's the, the the rivalry too that's going yes. on. The new upstart and and whatnot. And and it seems like maybe they could have done more with that as well. Um, I I don't know. Yeah. I don't. It, it it's just not there. Yeah, it's 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 really not, unfortunately. I, so I would tell people to wait, uh, and you're going to be able to see it streaming uh, sooner rather than later, I think, uh, on this one. So yeah, honk for Jesus, save your soul. Um, like some good performances, not a not a great film. Let's I, I want let we're going to talk about another film though. Uh, yeah. th- kind of surprising that we're going to talk about it. Um, and it's on Amazon Prime yeah. now. Yes, Sylvester Stallone, Samaritan, uh, in a in a city, capital city, I think is the name of the city, capital city where ten years ago or whatever, twenty years ago, twin superpowered beings, one good, one bad, had a fight to the death, and they were both presumed dead, and the city's yeah. been on a downward spiral ever since, and this. Uh, there are fans of Samaritan, the hero, who uh, would, everyone, his brother Nemesis was trying to kill him and forged this kind of mythical weapon, the only thing that could hurt either of them. And 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 uh, some people think that Samaritan is still alive, and the little kid in the film thinks comes to think that his neighbor Joe, the garbage man played by Sylvester Stallone, is Samaritan. Yep. Uh, and so we have this. <sighs> It's not as silly as Hancock. No. Um, there was one uh, came out not long ago with uh, 
crap. Oh, man, I, 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 his name just jumped right out of my head. But it was the same thing. He was like a, an amnesiac hero. Uh, old homeless guy. Uh, uh, Sofia Vergara's husband, whose name I can never remember. Um, oh, but yeah. You, yeah, you know the guy I'm talking about, right? Everyone out there yeah. is going, this guy. It's like, yeah, it's that guy. This guy. That um, guy. Yeah, yeah, Joe, I think. Anyway. Joe, yes, it is Joe Maggi, whatever. Yes, uh, wound up playing Maggi. Deathstroke in the deleted scene from Batman vs. Yes. Superman. Yes. Right. Uh, but he did a similar <laughs> type thing. Uh, but this one, so still, Sylvester Stallone keeps telling the kid, I'm not Samaritan. Uh, and he almost gets the kid to believe him until he's hit by a car, tossed into the air, broken into 100 pieces, really, and then kind of puts himself back together and heals. And so the kid's like, you are Samaritan. Uh, and some uh, a, a new criminal underlord is arising trying to take over and uh, so we get this class warfare aspect from like the dark knight uh or dark knight rises i should say uh you know with bane and and so uh sylvester stallone is not playing a superhero he's playing i i said uh when i tweeted it he's in like full rocky balboa mentor mode sure um which i like well, uh, and I, I think I'd like to point. You know, I, I think that as, as much grief as we give a lot of action stars, Stallone has actually been able to act pretty pretty well in a lot of the films he's done. I mean, it's you know, I mean, he's the films that are made for that. He's done yes. pretty well in. Yeah, but he's done he's, a lot of films that aren't made for that. Exactly, but but if you ask him to act, he will give you a performance. Can, he will give you something, yeah, yeah. something. You know, it, there it's in the, it's going to be still something within the Stallone range, if that makes sense. I but, mean, you still go but, back to go back to Copland. Yeah, well, yeah, and exactly, and this isn't that different from Copland to a certain degree. No, that's true. You know, the the performances and all that. You know, I mean, it's it, but yeah, I mean, you know, he and and you know, Rocky wasn't a bad performance. No. You know, I guess we, we try to kind of. I, I, it's weird how you, how people think of Rocky because Rocky was really this. It's it's a, a drama, you yes. Know? But but I think it's remembered more as like a block, summer blockbuster. It's like well, uh, it wasn't exactly what it was, and yeah, you know, by the time we got to Rocky three, that's kind of what it was. Yeah. But the first Rocky and yeah, the second one, they were they were dramas. They were you know they weren't all about the razzle dazzle no. um so i yeah i mean i think i you know he's he's not doing a like wow i never thought so long to do that but he's doing a solid job yeah he, he's he's doing uh this is not just like a throwaway role this is this is not and, and i and i hate to say this but bruce willis is oh, like i knew you were films. gonna go there he's done like 15 films in the past and i and i know that he had you know some some health issues and things and and whatnot but he mailed in so many performances over the last few years yep and that's not happening here no uh, and and it could have been yeah it, it could have easily have been that but it's not and and so i think that's that aspect i, I really want to acknowledge about the film is stallone is he gives a damn about, about this this movie and and what's going into it so um, I, I would almost say he cares more about this than he did with the expendable films or, you know, some of the other stuff where he knew that he could just be Stallone. Yeah, well, those were, know. those were fun movies. Those, I mean, yes. 
Those, you know, those and, are the action movie. Fa- I hate to say action movie Fast and Furious, but because Fast and Furious weren't really action movies, but that's what they are. They're just yeah. excuses to get together with a bunch of people that you like and go make a fun movie. Yeah, um, it, you know, it's not Citizen Kane, uh, but no, this is <laughs> let's let's talk about this. So this is this this uh, Samaritan was written by a guy named Broggy F. Shoot, um, who yeah. has written a bunch of shorts. Um. And Escape Room Tournament of Champions. Hey, he did, I think he did the original one, too. Yes. Uh, yeah, which actually I the enjoyed the first escape. escape Room because it was pure just escapist ridiculousnessness. Well, um, and, and, that's, and, and, and I was okay with that. Sure. And, and, and the director here... Um, Julius Avery. Yeah, he, he, what, he did... Uh, he did Overlord. Uh, that was where right, I was Overlord, going to, which was, yeah. a, which was a really great D-Day movie that happened to have Nazi zombies in it. But I don't think they were ever referred to as Nazis. No, they, but, no, hey. they weren't. But but they <laughs> but it was a Nazi zombie movie. Everyone wanted it to be a Nazi zombie movie, but it was a really great yeah. D-Day movie that happened to have Nazi zombies in it. So surprisingly, yeah. um, I'm, o- I'm okay with this, with this, this film. Now there's a surprise, right. there's a twist. Yeah. That's and not I, really I, if you have watched any movies at all. It's, it, you know, it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> but um, I mean, it, yeah. There's, this, you know, but I mean, it, as far as like, this is a movie that is pretty much the sum of its parts. Yeah. Um, there's a glass ceiling that it inevitably is going to hit. Um, and for me, it's it's kind of because there's not really a lot new in this film, and like, it's like, okay, well, you know. No, it is derivative it feels, of a lot of things. Of, it feels like a lot of other movies we've seen. It's it's done fairly well. The production values are great. Um, it's not like this is a B movie production. It's right. not. I mean, this is this is nicely done. Um, it you know it does have the over the top villains and whatever. But it, in a lot of ways, it does feel like a, a spiritual you know extension of the films that we saw in the eighties. Maybe not quite up to John Carpenter's standard, but but you know, I mean, yeah. if you were to like make a contemporary film that was the spiritual successor of of an '80s film, this might be it. Um, but it's a little darker because the city's a pretty dark place right now. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's very I gritty. I, I think we've we've come to. I, I, I come to well, expect certain like it's evolved the way the blockbuster has evolved right I but that, I mean grittier than the 80s movies the 80s they, they tried yes. to make them look dirty yes. but you could always tell that it really they really weren't yeah uh, well, but, and that's all I meant but yeah it's, that's that's the way movies have gone and I don't have a problem with that yeah. um, but it's, so it's not as splashy I, I want to mention real quick the guy that plays the the, the, the villain uh, Pilu Aspike, uh is yeah. a is a Danish actor who was also in Overlord uh, he yeah. was in the Ghost in the Shell live action film, whatever you think about that. But he was Euron Greyjoy in Game of Thrones, so he's a really good villain. <laughs> um, and and so he yeah he he kind of he he adopts the nemesis mantle yeah. uh, to try to ignite this Bane esque class warfare against the city or in the city. Yeah. So yeah, so it, again, it's derivative of a lot of things, but I, but but the parts are good enough to where you're right. It it is it's definitely not less than it could be. It's yeah. it's it's what it could be if not a little better than that. Um because again, they got a quality villain. They got um Stallone is giving a, a solid performance. Uh the rest of it uh 
in the internal logic of the film kind of makes sense. And you know how much I love that. Um, so everything feels logical within the, 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 the film that they're giving us. And so, yeah, so I got done like, wow, you know that I've, I've, uh, kind of, and you have too been required to watch movies that are not that good. And I watched this one because I was like, I don't want to watch something that's in my inbox. And I just fired up Amazon. I'm like, Oh yeah, this movie, I, I hadn't heard anything. I didn't really know. You know, it feels like it, it feels like I mean they did do some ad push at the end and whatnot, but it, it does feel like it's it's been a little bit under underexposed, and and I think part of that is is maybe because it is on Prime, um, and Prime's put all their energy into Lord you know, of the Rings, Lord of the Rings, which kicks off next week. Oh God, this, it does. Know, yeah. Week. So I I, I want to tell people don't sleep on this one. No, no, no. It's 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 to me it it was like in the 80s on like the independent TV stations on the weekends they would play generic action films right that you would sit down and you would enjoy um and you know and and or and I think that's where this is it's it's like I felt like it gave me everything that I wanted really out of a kind of a simple action film that you know it, it, it it's it's decent. It's fine. Yeah. Um, I I enjoyed it far more than you know, the Jurassic World. I, or, oh God. I mean, there's there's a lot of films that I I prefer to watch this over, um, simply because it knows what it is. It does what it does fairly well, and yeah, the the bar isn't. You know, this is never going to be a five star film. No. I mean, it's, it's not going to spawn just, a franchise. You know, <laughs> it's one and done. And, 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 well, and the thing is, is it can't spawn a franchise necessarily because it kind of feels like it is already, you know, like it, it already it feels like it should fit into something that already exists, right? Uh, because it, it it just anyway, but um, but I I thought it was kind of fun. I thought that you know I I liked liked it for what it was, and I mean, again, I don't know that I want to make too many comparisons to John Carpenter films, but. For some reason, there was a part of me that's like, yeah, okay, I could, I could kind of see this being inspired by a John Carpenter film or the, yeah. those films in the '80s or the, you know, and, and to me, John Carpenter is probably kind of uh, one of the the top tiers of that was doing, you know, social conscious yeah. action films that uh, were also a little bit fun or whatnot, but you know. Uh, so it's, I yeah, I I I don't you know I I think maybe they should have shown this in theaters for a couple of weeks. It um, it probably would have done well if you give it just a two week run, even just a two week run. Uh, I mean, and then it would have yeah. and it would have popped up the 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 streaming numbers after that. I think I think this would be fun to see on a on a bigger screen. Yeah. Um, you know, it doesn't need an IMAX release or anything, but but no, it's it's it is it's just a fun solid little action film. Uh, that yeah, I'm. I was pleasantly surprised. I love when I'm pleasantly surprised after I watch something, especially lately, because there's a lot where I'm like, yeah, this is going to be. Oh, that's not good at all. <laughs> so yeah, um, no, no, and, and you know, and you kind of do sit there going, okay, when is this going to fall apart? Right. And this never and really does. You're, and you're like a half hour in, you're like, well, maybe it's not going to. And you're an hour in, you're like, okay, I don't think it's going to fall apart. Nope. And you know, you know, uh, it, I mean, it's what uh, like a hundred minutes long. It's um, uh, an hour forty-two. 
Yeah. I mean, so, it's I mean, solid. It's, I mean, it's not just barely scraping feature length. No, no, no. It's, uh, but it also feels like everything in it is, I mean, there's not a lot of padding. No. Things, you know, I mean, it starts with an animated scene to try to get all the backstory in there or whatnot. And, yep. Um, you know, but I, I, I'm cool with it. Yep. The, uh, um, yeah, it's yeah. I don't want people to sleep on it. I, I I I think people, if you're an action fan, if you're a Stallone fan, I think you should go check it out. I like saying it's it's a shame that it kind of going to get lost. I think on on Prime, that's that's kind of sad. I love that the and I love that the super weapon is is just this beautiful sixteen pound sledge. Yeah, it's it's and and but it's got an almost mystic quality to it. And I just thought that was cool. It's yeah. like that's so awesome. It's so it just so fit with everything else. Uh, and I was just like, yeah, that's 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 really cool. So yeah, that's Samaritan. It's on Amazon Prime right now. So if you're if you're an Amazon customer, you already can see it. Go and go and check it out. Um, Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. That, though, that's what we have to talk about this week. Uh, real quick, oh. I want to ask you, uh, HBO Max has been in the news real yeah. qu- uh, because, uh, you know, the whole Batman, uh, Warner Brothers, or Batgirl, Warner yeah. Brothers... Um, I would like to point out that HBO Max has lost another fairly large movie that was going to come out here in a couple months. But for the right reason, uh, Evil Dead Rise will no longer premiere on HBO Max. They bumped it to next March, and it's going to get a theatrical release because it tested so well. So yay HBO Max for losing a film for the proper reason. That the movie is too good for HBO Max. It's gonna line up at theaters. So I'm I'm it's, I'm it's, totally jazzed to watch Evil Dead on the big screen again. Yeah, I mean the whole HBO Max thing I think is a disaster. Um It's not even a slow motion train wreck anymore. No, it feels no, like no, that no, train no. is picking up speed. No, it it's it's uh, I, I I you suddenly have a guy who is anti streaming, essentially. Right. Who doesn't it doesn't see it as a, a revenue maker at any point, um, and he's he's going against what everyone else is doing, and he's either going to be proven to be a genius, or I think more likely he's going to be proven to be one of the worst uh, you know <laughs> C- CEOs in the history of the entertainment industry. It could be. Um, I, I I you know Warner Brothers doesn't exactly have a. a, a a great reputation right now. No, they're not. Of, they're not playing with house money. 
They're, so, they're running a tab, and that tab's going to come due. Yeah, and so I, I just I, I, I don't understand um, pretty much anything that is ha- that they've decided in the past two or three weeks. Yeah, it's it's just crazy. I, but but I, I I'm with to- you. I mean, Evil Dead's going to be great in, in theaters. Don't don't get me wrong. I'm yeah. not, you know, I mean that's. But but the question suddenly is 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 it because you guys don't have any money? And so you're going to put it in theaters, hopefully, to scrape up some. I, I mean, I don't. I, it, it, they're in a really bizarre position. Yep. That I, and that I think that they they have a, a clown at the wheel right now. It's something. I I, I don't believe that. Uh, yeah, Warner Brothers is one of the production companies, but that's weird because Warner Brothers is saying they only have money to release like two movies in theaters this year, or per year, yeah. or something. And so it's insane. So I'm wondering if uh, uh, New Line is is grabbing Evil Dead if they're if they're trying to snatch it from from out of the Warner Brothers wreck. Um, I, I'd be interested to see how because there's three production companies limit, listed: Ghost House, New Line, and Warner. Yeah. And I'd be interested to know what the construct of that deal is. And I'm wondering if if New Line is maybe trying to. I don't know. Get a, get a hand on the wheel. I don't know. Somehow, I, you know. Again, again, I, I look at everything. But I mean, they're actually pulling things off of HBO Max. Yeah, you know, they're they're, they're, they're getting rid of. Uh, I I heard I, not that I watch them, but a bunch of the the Disney Channel, Nickelodeon original programming that they got that was just, sold to HBO Max. Now it's just going away, and it's just going to be gone. It's not going anywhere else. It's just going away. It's just gone. Yeah. Um, and people are, yeah, it's, it's nuts. It is absolutely insane. And right now they're trying to, uh, uh, I just got done watching episode two of, uh, house of the dragon, which I'm trying not to read anything online for other people's opinions, but I'm like, I can see where this may or may not be as popular as the early game of Thrones yeah. and especially the later game of Thrones. So, They've, uh, you know, I mean, they have already renewed it for a second season. Oh, we have money for uh, that. Yeah, yeah. Although, to be fair, um, some of the effects are a little sub in in this one, in a couple yeah. spots. So, but I, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm not passing judgment. I've only, there's only been two episodes. Yeah. You want to talk about She-Hulk? We'll talk about She-Hulk. That's a separate argument, <laughs> um, which I did the other day. But uh, yeah, so. Uh, yeah, know. so yeah, so I'm I'm excited about Evil Dead. I'm excited for Evil Dead. I'm sad for HBO Max and I'm confused as all hell by Warner Brothers, just like everyone else is. Uh cuz I don't know that anybody out there is going, "Yep, I totally get what Warner Brothers is doing." I don't I no. don't know. I've not heard anybody say, "Yeah, I totally get it. it. Makes perfect sense." Nobody has said that. So, I don't know if that guy is on crack. I I I don't well, know. He's either an idiot or the smartest man in the world. One of the two, and right now, I'm just saying it's not looking like the second. So, well, and, and I mean, here the, the odd thing is, is of all the movie studios, you think, okay, who's going to be in trouble? Warner Brothers hasn't been the one that you thought about. No. Um, and granted, they did not have a you know a, a very they made they they've made mistakes. Mistakes um, were made, uh, but I think they're com- those mistakes are being compounded. Um, 
I don't know. We'll yeah, see. it's weird. So there you go. Uh, so that's it. So we talked. We talked about uh, Hunt for Jesus, Save Your Soul, Samaritan, and I had to give a shout out to my boys over at Evil Dead. So uh, uh, we've uh, we don't have any in theater screeners till next week, uh, which Barbarian. Yeah. Uh, very black phone kind of looking feeling. Uh, and what we have uh, uh, Pearl in a couple weeks. We have with a sequel to yeah. X. Um, and prequel. then yeah, the, prequel. the prequel. And then um, uh, The Woman King we have uh, next Friday, I believe. So so there's there's a few more but right now we're in this weird dead zone so there's there's some streaming stuff like I said we've got the new uh, you know, House of the Dragon She-Hulk is going on Andor starts 31st 30, yeah so is that this that's, that's two days Wednesday. Yeah. oh I guess we'll be talking about Andor next week then um, and see what we think of that so yeah yeah. so it's it, we'll, we'll get back into movies they're coming but we hit this little August doldrum uh, action uh, but we'll we'll get through it. We'll get through it together. Don't worry about that at all. And then Fan X next month. So mm-hmm. yay, go celebrate some geekdom and and have a good time. So if you're in the if you're in the listening area of us and you're near Salt Lake, Fan X is uh, September twenty two, three and four, I believe. So uh, shout out to them. Go to fanxsaltlake.com and buy a ticket if you're interested in coming. Check out the guest list. They just announced Timothy Omenson today. So uh, if you're a if you're a fan of Psych and uh, Gal- Galavant and a bunch of other great stuff that he's been in, he'll be here. So looking forward to that that show. So um, thanks for coming, Ryan. I know you got to get back to work, so I will let you go. Uh, until we talk again, don't forget to like us, follow us on social media at VS Movie Podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, click subscribe. That would be great. Till next time, I am Mark. That is Ryan. Bye, Ryan. See you guys. We'll talk to you all later. Bye-bye.